All right, another draft has come and gone, and the Maximum Hoops podcast is back for my favorite podcast of the year. Uh, my draft grades from last night. Last night was an interesting one. I had um, I had a three-year-old that didn't want to cooperate with going to bed. I was trying to, to do all kinds of uh, uh, parenting stuff, plus watch the draft, plus keep track. A lot of dra- uh, trades happening, especially second round. A lot of um, stuff going on, so... I'm on a little sleep. Uh, Monster Zero Energy uh, getting me through today. Mm. So, we're going to go through some grades. We're going to go by Eastern Conference, then by Western Conference, and whatnot. If player, if teams did not have a pick, I'm just giving them an incomplete. I'm not going to go through how they got there or the trades that they made that they lost picks or analyze that. I'm not going to do that. So, um, <clears throat> with that being said, Here's how my grade system works. An A is a grade that you had an exceptional draft plus and or made moves to make it an exceptional draft. Um, uh, went above and beyond. A B is a good draft. Lots of teams have Bs. Lots of teams have good drafts. A C is like, eh, doesn't really do anything for me. A D is, um, they made moves that didn't make sense. And, um, and then an F is a total um, failure. Um, what the hell are you doing? Which I don't believe anyone going to have. I, I did my grades last night on very little sleep. So. Um, let's start with the um, with the Eastern Conference. And um, we'll start with the Atlanta Hawks, who took a pick 15, Kobe Bufkin. And in the second round, we're able to, um, we're able to grab uh, Seth Lundy from uh, Penn State. And Mohamed Jay from Washington State, they acquired in a trade with, um, I don't know if it was Boston, Memphis, somebody. Uh, there were so many trades this second round. It, it's try, I, trying to keep, like trades happened in the morning, tra- and, then, and then those picks got traded again in the afternoon. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of different trades. So with that being said, um, let's go with who they got. They got Kobe Bufkin, Seth Lundy, Mohamed Guy. I gave him a B plus. Um, Kobe Buffin, I think, is going to be a really good guard that's going to be able to complement well with um, with uh, with uh, Murray and, and Trey Young. I don't think they're breaking up the tandem. I don't think. Um, I, I I mean, I do think they might be making some moves, but I, I believe Kobe Buffin is going to be that. He's going to be a nice guard to come off the bench, um, you know, and play with either one of them guys. Actually, um, you know, I, I I was late to the party on Kobe Buffin. So I don't have him ranked as high as some of the others, but uh, for value and for uh, a fit, I think Kobe Bufkin, who is a combo guard, you know, if he could learn, if he could really hone his point guard skills, could really be a, um, you know, a really good player on that second unit. You know, um, Seth Lundy is a flat out shooter, flat out scorer. This guy can flat out score. Penn State uh, did a lot of things really well. Um, how does he fit in Atlanta's rotation? Probably not going to get much run in the rotation. Probably going to be in the G League. Muhammad Guy, power forward from Washington State. Um, he's probably also uh, going to spend some time in the G League. Um, obviously, things can change, but Atlanta still got aspirations of, of making long playoff runs. So, I really do think, though, Kobe Bufkin is going to get a chance to get a lot of runs. So, I gave Atlanta a beat Boston. Boston. I gave him a seat. Uh, 
I'll start. I mean, they they were just Brad Stevens did remarkable day before grabbing Porzingis and, and then, uh, you know sending Marcus Smart to Memphis. Um, he's done some really good things, but I don't know. It was almost like he didn't want any picks. Um, he started with 25 that he acquired from Memphis. Um, when he acquired that pick, I'm like, oh, damn. Homie's, uh, homie's going to use that pick. But he did, and he ended up trading it back to 31. And then I think they traded it back to 34, 39. So it took a minute to figure out who Boston got. But they did get Jordan Walsh from Arkansas. Nice player. Boston's deep. Boston's going to not. Jordan Walsh probably going to be at the end or get some G League. I don't think he'll be a two-way player. But um, I, I think uh, it's just, it's just, it didn't do anything for me. All the trading was just like, I like I mean, they, they acquired a bunch of second-round picks. Everyone trades second-round picks. I, mean, I, I don't know. You know, second-round picks, you know, you know, they get passed around more than, you know, a joint. So I, I don't know. With that being said, I gave Boston a C. Uh, Brooklyn, I get Brooklyn an A, uh, and, and and reason why is um, they had picks 21, 22. Uh, a lot of people thought they're going to consolidate, move up. Don't know if they tried; they just did not. Uh, they took Noel Clowney, who is the position of need. They need a big man. Um, uh, they took uh, Derek Whitehead, who is a faller, but. When you have two first round picks, it's the guy I thought Indiana might target with one of the first round picks, and then I don't even think that was about. I don't even think that was thought of. Um, but uh, Tariq Whitehead could end up being a steal in this draft. Fallen. This is a guy who was projected to be a top ten pick um, before the season. Uh, Noah Clowney came out of nowhere, but really was uh, a really good player for um, uh, you know for Alabama, and uh, you know it just gives them what they need. And I, I think Brooklyn did well, uh, staying put, grabbing two guys who, while they are both young, I think they could contribute uh, sooner rather than later. Um, I think they're both going to be rotational pieces. I think Clowney has a, a slight chance that he might be able to start. I think Whitehead has a really good chance to be a nice scorer um, with the second unit. So I, I, I really like what, Mar- what, what, what Brooklyn did. Uh, I gave them an A. So... I'm probably going to get flack for this, but I'm giving Charlotte an A+, um, for a couple reasons. Um, they took Brandon Miller over Scoot Henderson. You know, everyone's talking about Scoot's a generational point guard. Scoot's a guy who, who, who's going to be a franchise player. Um, and, and, and I have some doubts about Brandon Miller. I really, really do. I have some doubts about Brandon Miller. But if Brandon Miller can be Paul George... Which a lot of the, the you know, comparisons are, you know, uh, this is a, this is a freaking steal. This is, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a guy who's going to play, um, you know, a three. He could probably play some small ball four. Uh, there, there, there's so many options they could go, and um, they had a tough decision. Do they put Scoot with Lamelo, you know, and and, and now? Portland's going to have the hard time of figuring out how how, how to not um, uh, waste Scoot's talent because you have a guy that's similar. So I can't really fault them for going Brandon Miller. 
Um, and then I know there's a lot of guys on the internet. A lot of guys I actually respect on the internet who, who know what the, the hell they're talking about. So you always take best available, best available over fit. I don't necessarily think that is um, always. I mean, if best available is way better than the player for fit, yes. But like sometimes if it's close, you just gotta go with fit. And they took Brandon Miller at number two. Then they come and get Nick Smith. You know, and and I've heard. So here's the funny thing about the draft. I hear people just complaining. Oh, Nick Smith's ring too low. Nick Smith's ring too low. Now. Grabbing Nick Smith is is um that is uh I think it's a steal and then and, and you know I mean this is a guy that was starting to get we were starting to get worried it might slip into the second round. Um Jaden Hardy fell last year and, and look how he performed for Dallas. A Dallas team is very talented too. He got a lot of run. Um, you know, this Nick Smith, uh if Nick Smith his mid range game is just so I think he's gonna be dying dynamic is Charlotte, especially coming off the bench. I'm so excited for Nick Smith. Charlotte's going to be one of my league pass teams next year. I'm going to be so excited to watch them. I think Brandon Miller and Nick Smith. Whew. I mean, I, I do feel like they're going to probably trade Gordon Hayward here shortly. But, man, I am just so – I really like what they did. And then in the second round, they come out with get Amari Bailey, who was getting – you know, a lot of people thought was a first-round player. It's the guy who, who, who really looked awesome the second half of the season for UCLA. Uh, when he was able to play more point guard minutes, you know, I mean, he played off the ball because of uh, uh, Tiger Campbell over at UCLA. This is just a, a, a freaking really good pick for uh, Charlotte in the second round. And that factors into their A+. plus. They were probably teetering on. You know, I do. I just love their draft. I thought they did really good. And, and, and I don't like to look at draft grades. Some people, people, you know, put draft grades or winners, losers before. And, and, and I didn't get a chance to get to it till today, but um, they somehow I saw someone have the Charlotte as a loser. If Brandon Miller turns into, if Brandon Miller turns into Paul George, this is not a lose, you know. And and, and Nick Smith, Nick Smith, drafting where he is, going to Charlotte, he's going to be able to come off the bench, and when he comes off the bench, he could be lighted up. He could flat out get to the hoop. His mid-range game, his little pull-up, his little floater. Obviously, you want uh, uh, you know your, your three-point shots to improve. But other than that, I I, I love this. And, and Amari Bailey, man, these guys are all three of these guys. I believe are going to be in the rotation. I really do. Mm. Could you imagine Amari Bailey and Nick Smith together? That would be dynamic. So I gave it Charlotte an A plus. So I gave the Bulls a D. They'd have just stayed away from it. The draft, I would give him an incomplete. So they traded in to, to the second round to draft Julian Phillips, who was thought of as a first-round pick. Uh, did not really have a great freshman season at Tennessee. Stock slip. Probably should have went back to school. Decided not to go back to school. Now he's um second-round pick. Uh, reason I gave him a D is the Bulls need shooting. Um, no. No shooting here. Julian Phillips not really a good shooter. Um, he's got shooting guard size, probably more of a small forward type uh, player. <clears throat> Just not really a big Julian Phillips fan, and uh, you know, and and I, and I know the last couple of Bulls drafts I've been hard on him, but um, yeah, just don't like it. 
just don't like it. I gave him a D. I think this is below. Uh, you traded in to take this guy. I mean, there were there were shooters available. I mean, they were really good shooters. I mean, you can got some shooters or or at least guys with higher upside. I thought than, than Julian Phillips, but that's it. Whatever. I gave him a D. Cleveland only a second round pick to, uh, to do any damage. They took a money base. I gave him a B. Um, Considering obviously they gave up their their first round pick to Utah as a part of the Donovan Mitchell deal, um, but Amani Bates is someone you could take a chance on. Uh, I think he's going to have a chance to grow in the G League. I think he's going to put up ridiculous numbers in the G League. To be honest with you, um, and uh, I think he's a guy who who could earn himself a um, a uh, either a two way deal, go to the G League, or earn himself a rotate uh, on the fifteen man roster and just. Be sent down to the G League. Anyways, I think he's going to spend a lot of time in the G League. I think he's going to eat up the G League. I think he's going to tear it up. I think he's going to put up ridiculous numbers. Now it's going to be Cleveland's up. Uh, uh, they're going to have to decide on how to integrate him into their offense and into their rotation because um, they're pretty deep and they're making they're making moves to try to get to the um, <clears throat> try to get to uh, deep into the playoffs. So I gave them a B. All right, Detroit. Um, there was there were rumblings earlier in the day, probably the day before, that they were going to take a Sir Thompson, and that's exactly what they did. They took a Sir Thompson, who is, I think, I mean, he's a, he's a good passer. He's going to be able to play off with Jaden Ivy, and Kate Cunningham's going to be able to play with them. He's going to be able to play uh, as a uh, facilitator on the second unit, if possible. Um, I think they're, uh, they're one, two, three. Uh, Cunningham, Ivy, and Thompson is going to be good. <laughs> I, I, and then, and then uh, Jalen Durant. Jalen Durant's going to. I think he's gonna, he's going to blow up this year because of all the lob opportunities he's going to get from so many unselfish players. And, uh, and Thompson's athletic as hell, and at the defensive end, this dude's going to. This dude's just going to get minutes. He really is. Um, I think he's going to start. Um, possibly from day one. If not, he'll be starting by, by sometime in the season. I think you put him on the wing, you put him at the three. Um, you know, Detroit's obviously got a shit ton of money that they can use for agency, so it'll be interesting to see if they grab a veteran maybe to play in front of him for a year or uh, or something. But um, regardless of that, I, I think this is a great pick. Um, and then what they sneakily did, moving out of pick 31 in the, in the second round, Moving up to 25, that was Memphis's pick, then became Boston's pick, and then all started Boston's crazy keep moving down style, NFL style kind of. Uh, but anyways, is it Marcus Sasser? I love Marcus Sasser being a first round player. I thought he was a first round player. Uh, sometimes I I, 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 I listen to the hype, and uh, and uh, but he's a first round player, dude. He is going to be dynamic point guard in the second unit. Um, this probably signals the end, or will soon signal the end for Killian Hayes. But um, I I love Marcus Sasser um, going as a backup point guard. Um, could probably play with Ivy. Could probably play with Cunningham. Yeah, this was just a really good pick. I think they did excellent. Um, I really do. I think they did amazing. Um, so, uh, but. Yeah, I can't say enough about Detroit. I'm going to be it, it, Detroit's going to be another one of my league pass teams I think this year. So, um, all right, Indiana. Indiana was interesting. I'm going to give them a B plus, a 
B plus. They were teetering on uh, on A, but I'm not, you know, um, I'm not. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, they were teetering. I, you know what? So here's what they did. First of all, they traded back once a spot in a draft day trade and still got their guy. So they acquired a couple second round picks to pick their guy. Um, there were I, apparently there were rumblings that someone was going to come up to number seven. Washington wanted to make sure they got Kulabali, so um, they got one spot to avoid that. So uh, moving back one spot allowed Washington to still get uh, Terrace Walker, uh, who was their target, who I sh- I believe will be a starter day one, or should. Obviously, they have a shit ton of money for free agency too, so we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, I was um, a big fan of that move. That was um, really good uh, use of acquiring two second round picks um, to move one spot. That was that was really nice. Then they took a, sh- a shooter at Ben Shepard from Belmont. Um, I think my confidence in him being a uh, a really good player is probably the only reason they kept me from an A. I think he has a chance to be a nice player. Um, yeah, uh, but anyways, he, he's a shooter, and, um, and and he's gonna get rotation minutes. You know, I'm assuming they're gonna put Mathurin, um in the, the starting rotation at the probably at the three. Um, they really liked Nemhard was really good defensively at the two last year. I'm assuming they're gonna stay with it, but like I said, they have a ton of money. Their second round picks, um, Isaiah Wong, uh, who has a chance to be a combo guard. I, I like that. That is um, very good uh, value. Um, and then they took Mojave King from the G League at night, another guy who could be a combo guard. Uh, these are guys that are, well, Mojave King's probably, I mean, he just came from G League night. He's probably going to spend next year in the G League. Um, you know, uh, he could be a two way contract guy. Um, I believe Isaiah Wong could be a two way contract guy. Um, we'll see. I know there's a bunch of two ways uh, signed. Um, I have to go through them. I haven't gone through them yet. But uh, regardless of that, I um, I got Miami with a B plus. That brings us to or uh, Indiana to a B plus. That brings us to Miami. I gave them a B. They took Jaime Hawkes Jr. Um, with their only pick. Uh, I like Hawkes. Um, I had him ranked in the. 30s, he went 18. Um, but I feel for the culture of Miami and for the instant plug and play, and for the fact that they needed someone who would come in and did not need to be um, babied uh, because uh, they're way over the cap and they're not going to have a lot of flexibility. This was a great pick. So I gave him a B. Uh, he's going to come in and he's going to get he's going to get minutes. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see if he plays the two, the three. Um, probably backs up Jimmy Butler a little bit, who apparently is one of his favorite players. <clears throat> so I gave him. I gave him a B. Milwaukee Bucks, my hometown team, favorite team. Let me rephrase that. My hometown team. I root for them, but I I do keep things unbiased. So I gave him a B. They traded up in the second round to draft Andre Jackson Jr. from UConn, who can't shoot a lick, who 
But guess what? This is everything else so great. So I um, I love this uh, pick. Uh, I had him as a first rounder, uh, or a, a, a borderline first second rounder is where I thought he might go. Uh, but I had um, this is a guy who I don't think needs to be babied. Uh, you know, obviously he's not a good shooter, but he does so many things good. He's a good defender. He's um, he's a, let me open. He's a good defender. He's a good passer. He can play the wing. He can play spot point guard minutes. This is just a really good, a really good pick uh, for the Bucks. Then they were able to uh, grab Chris Livingston from Kentucky, who apparently already agreed to a two-way um, contract with the Bucks before the draft. That's why he shut things down. If you believe all the rumors, which I tend to believe it on that one, because um, uh, his camp supposedly called out second-round teams and said they'll draft him. He's sign a two-way with the box or whatever however that works well he's the last pick in the draft at 58 so I, I like the fact that he's gonna be getting a two-way deal I think that's smart um, uh, for both the box and Livingston so I gave them a B New York Knicks had no picks I'm not even gonna bother with them we're gonna give them a complete you go from there I'm not sure how active they were trying to get into the draft but uh, they did not get the draft, so I'm just going to give them a minute. Orlando. I gave Orlando a C. Here's why. I'm sure we're going to get flack for this. They have a shit ton of cards. They just drafted another one in Anthony Black. I love Anthony Black. I love his defense. What are they going to do? Is Cole Anthony now on the block? Is Jalen Suggs now on the block? They seem to really like Markel Fultz. Uh, is he on the block? Um, does Anthony Black play off the ball? Does he play with Mark Markel Fultz? Um, you know, uh, Gary Harris is in the last year of his deal. He's probably not going to make it to the end of the season. Um, with uh, I think he'll be traded by the by a trade deadline. Um, you know, I was actually surprised he signed last season, last off season. Um, you know, uh, Gary Harris is going to probably have to learn to have a bench role in Orlando. Not exactly. Not exactly sure. I probably would have kept them as a B um, with the Anthony Black with the Anthony Black um, pick because I really, I, I really like Anthony Black, and, and they'll figure out their guard situation later. Um, obviously, yeah, Black could maybe play some three. Um, you play three pseudo point guards at the same time. But where I don't get is what they did at pick eleven by taking Jet Howard. Um, I had Jet Howard as a twenty to twenty-five. Pick and, and I know you can't go off. Everyone's numbers are different, but they need shooters. They can't shoot a lick from three. And Jordan Hawkins was available. Grady Dick was available. A lot of players available. And, and I know everyone. They, uh, everyone says Jen Howard's a good shooter, and he's okay. But he's not Dick or or Joe Hawkins. And Howard's defense is not there for Hawkins is, you know. And I just think Dick's a better, more dynamic player, but. Regardless of that, um, we got uh, we got um, Jed Howard going here. So I was very, very like I said, I probably would have kept it a B. Should they have just won Anthony Black and Jordan Hawkins? But drafting Jed Howard, I'm just confused. I'm sure he's a great kid. I, I'm a big Juwan Howard fan. I was a Michigan Fab Five fan. Um, 
and he's got a positional size, which is what they need. He's probably going to back up um, Franz Wagner for now. But man, just think there were better shooters out there. So I gave them a C. Philadelphia. What to say about Philadelphia? Nothing, because they had no picks. So they're getting incomplete. Uh, Philadelphia is more worried about trying to make a run and, and, and resign James Harden. Let's go to Toronto. Toronto selected Grady Dick. Um, they needed shooting. And um, how I think Jordan Hawkins is a better shooter, um, I, I'm not faulting them for taking Grady Dick over him. Um, I gave them a B. I really think... Um, uh, I really think uh, uh, he's going to be a, a really good player for um, Toronto. And, and I don't know what Toronto's doing. You know, it, it almost feels like Toronto's going to try to run it back. But uh, I'm not going to lie. Fred Van Vliet or no Fred Van Vliet, they're not, a, they're not a playoff team. I don't give a crap what you say. They're not a playoff team. So um, I think they should start over. Um Probably not what they're going to do. So Grady Dick goes to Toronto. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good pick. I give him a B. So Washington. Washington gets a B. They were very, very, very nervous that they were about to, to lose Koulibaly. So what they do? They made a trade with Indiana. Moved up. Um, very interesting. Very, very interesting. But that's what they did. Uh, they moved up with, um, with Indiana. Gave two second-round picks. Well, let's be honest. They have a shit ton of second round picks they just acquired from Phoenix. So, not really that big of a deal. So, um, they got, I got them taking, or they uh, took Bilal, Kulabali. And while I think seven, I had them as high as nine in one of my, um, in one of my mock drafts. But seven, I think, might have been a little bit high. But guess what they're doing? They're rebuilding. And taking a flyer on Kulabali, not the, not the worst thing in the world. So, Kulabali goes number seven. Uh, and in the second round, they took Tristan Vucevic from uh, Greece. Um, so, I don't know if this guy's going to be strapped and stashed. Um, I don't know if they plan on bringing him over. Uh, I don't know what the plan is. But this is another guy who a lot of scouts like as a guy who could be stashed, come over, and contribute. So, holding his rights for Washington was huge. I gave them the very, very, very... Uh, very interesting watching Washington do their thing this last um, couple days. It's been fun. I, I, I'm actually, you know, there's there's rumors that um, that Washington is about to um, that uh, Washington is about to start dealing some more of their players. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, it's um, it's going to be fun to see what they do. So that's how I see. Um, those are my grades for the Eastern Conference, and um, we will come back and we'll do the West. All right, as we head into our Western Conference portion of our annual draft grades, um, I hope you enjoyed the Eastern Conference. Uh, you know, Draft's like my favorite thing of the year, and the, uh, the draft grade seems to be my most listened to podcast ever. I hope that it stays the same with this one. Um, so let's start with the Western Conference. So at the end of the night, if, if I thought Dallas was going to be able to unload a contract 
and move up or move what they do they moved down two spots unload a contract move down two spots and still get the guy they wanted I yeah I didn't think that was gonna happen and that's exactly what they did they moved from pick 10 to pick 12 unloaded Davis Bertans contract and um and uh yeah and they were able to uh they were able to grab um uh Derek Lively uh, from Duke um so after thought I was gonna give this guy's an A minus I'm giving them an A plus because what they did after this was great they uh then were able to Sacramento wanted to free up some money so Dallas took on Rashawn Holmes and acquired the, the number 24th pick. I believe it's 24th. Yeah. Grabbed Maxine. Uh, uh, or, uh, Olivier Maxine Prosper and uh, the small forward from Marquette, who a lot of people compare him to Dorian Finney-Smith, who obviously they lost because they traded him to Brooklyn. So Dallas was able to take Derek Lively, get a defensive wing, which is what they needed, Add another center, which they're <laughs> very weak at. Um, get a rim runner in the draft. Get a defensive wing. Um, yeah, I thought they did phenomenal. I thought Dallas was awesome. Um, and, um, you know, it, it, it. what they did to do it, I, 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 I applaud them. So so I gave Dallas an A+. I originally gave him an A- minus last night, but then I did a little bit of thinking. Um, yeah, they're getting an A plus. That's just that's remarkable value and remarkable um, um, trade ability. Uh, they basically knowing that they're they're going to try to get Kyrie Irving, that they're going to have to make a trade anyways to get um, some of their depth. And they not only got Rashawn Holmes, who is a good backup center, they got um, uh, the twenty fourth pick, which became um, uh, Omax. So. I, I thought that was really good. And I'm not the biggest Omex man, but this guy is a perfect fit for Dallas. He's out. He's no more, no more scoring. Um, you know, this guy could be a, a semi-good three and D wing to especially in the second unit. This is a this is a slam dunk. Denver, Denver traded into the first round in a trade with Indiana. Um, I'm giving them a B. They took Julian Strother, who is a good shooter from UConn, a guy who's also played so. I thought Andre Jackson Jr. might be like one of their targets because he's very Bruce Brown-like in his way, and it looks like they might lose Bruce Brown. And I think they're planning on losing Bruce Brown unless they can give him take a seven point eight million dollar deal, which is probably going to command double that. But regardless, so Strother is a good uh, shooter. Um, then they took high, uh, Hunter Tyson, center from Clemson, who's also a good shooter, and they took Jalen Pinkett. Um, uh, a nice physical point guard from Penn State. So they took guys who sound like and look like they're ready to contribute right away, and um, that's a that's a really good, a really good uh, job for Denver. Um, I gave them a B. They they did what they needed to do, and um, and uh, you know, it looks like they're going to try to fill some spots that they're going to miss because they have no money. Golden State, Golden State, boy, have they been active? They've obviously last. Jordan Poole trade keeps flipping, flopping. The Jordan Poole, Chris Paul trade keeps flip flopping. There's more things added, things taken away. And we thought the 19th pick was involved. It was not. 
Um, and, and I'm pretty sure the reason that the 19th pick was not involved is because they wanted uh, Brandon Fudzimski, who they took from Santa Clara. He just sniffs Golden State. Hmm. He can shoot, he can pass, good ball handler. He just has Golden State vibes written all over it. They're probably going to lose out on Dante DiVincenzo. They're probably going to opt out and, and, and add out someplace else. He will be able to uh, pick up some of that. Um, you know, he'll be able to be possibly playing in the second unit with Chris Paul, which is just a, a freaking amazing. Um, I, I don't know how quick he is going to be able to get into the lineup. However, I think um, he will eventually be in the rotation. Yeah, obviously, then, you know, then uh, uh, they added a couple things to the Chris Paul trade. Uh, and uh, they acquired Trace Jackson Davis from Indiana and already signed up to a three-year deal. And they have plans for Trace Jackson Davis. Trace Jackson Davis was a first-rounder in my book. First-rounder. Well, guess what? He went all the way to 57. I think it was 57. Oh, my goodness. They snagged him, gave him a contract already. Holy Toledo. I love what they did. They got Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah, Brandon Posinski, uh, Golden State gets an A, an A, 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 A for me. That is just solid. That is just, that, that's solid. Mm. I love what they did. Mm. That was awesome. Uh, Houston. Houston's also going to get an A for me. They took him on Thompson. That's going to probably be their point guard of the future. Um, uh, you know, matching him. They're going to be so athletic, so athletic. But where I gave them the A, it's, it's borderline an A plus. I almost gave him an A plus. Cam Whitmore fell to twenty. This is a guy they had considered at four, falls to twenty, and a lot of people think he falls to twenty because he's an introvert. I've heard he's an introvert. He's not very social. Um, that were some red flags. People think that he has medical red flags. I haven't heard of any medical red flags. Um, uh, you know, being an introvert is not. A red flag in, in my in my opinion. I think Cam Whitmore's going to be a stud in Houston, uh, especially uh, he's going to get a chance to, to play with the youth movement. Um, you know, uh, there is a lot of people think he's because he was a ball hog at Villanova, but if you look at Villanova's roster, they had no one else. He had no choice. This is a great, great um, uh, draft for uh, Houston. I loved it. Um, Amon Thompson, Cam Whitmore, both going to be in the rotation. I think it's great. Let's go to the Clippers. I gave the Clippers a C minus. They, with their only pick, took Kobe Brown from Missouri. I'm not the biggest Kobe Brown fan, and that's just basically what it boils down to. I think there are better players. I think Maxwell Lewis was better. Um, obviously, Trace Jackson Davis, who could have probably given them something, is better. Um, you know, I just think there's a lot better players. Um, yeah, Leonard Miller, I think, is still available. Just, uh, yeah, I don't know what they did to fall in love with him. Lakers get a B plus. They took Jalen Hood Shafino, who is going to be a probably, I mean, he's going to get a chance to be the backup point guard um, in uh, in L.A. Uh, you know, I obviously, with the Lakers, you never know. I mean, could this trade, could this player eventually be dealt? Obviously, that's just how the Lakers roll, but I'm not... Not going with what ifs. Um, I think they did really well uh, getting um, Maxwell, Maxwell Lewis, uh, Jalen, 
and then, oh, and then they got Maxwell Lewis in the second round. So they got Maxwell Lewis, AJ, and Hurricane. So, you know, those are Maxwell Lewis. I had as a, a first rounder. So, um, I, I don't know what the, what, I don't know why he fell. And I, I think they got at 40. Well, they had traded up. They had traded up earlier today. I don't think they traded up knowing Maxwell Lewis is going to be I think they just traded up to trade up. So, uh, Lakers get a B plus from me. Uh, just, just, limited resource they had in the draft I think they did very well Memphis ended up taking Gigi Jackson in the second round um, I don't know if you remember Gigi Jackson reclassified so he should um, uh, you know so he's a he, year behind or a year ahead however you look at that um, then he he Committed to North Carolina, he committed went to South Carolina. Kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of struggled his freshman year. Um, you know, I mean, showed flashes. But a lot of people think he could have been a top ten pick in next year's draft. The problem is, is I'm not sure Memphis is the best situation for him. Um, so I think that um, I think that he uh, he's going to get uh, probably he's going to probably get the in the G League a lot next year. So um, I just gave him C plus. It nothing. About it, it, it excited me. Uh, to be honest with you, Minnesota. Minnesota had two second round picks. It was Leonard Miller from G League Ignite. Um, Leonard Miller uh, came out last year out of Fort Erie. Um, decided to go to G League. Uh, decided to go back to decided to go to G League instead of uh, staying in the NBA draft. Um, and still ended up in the second round. Um, I think the experience that he got going back to G League was probably good. And that. I'm going to Minnesota. He's probably going to be back in the G League next year because I don't see much roster space for him. And then they took uh, uh, Binovich, who is from Bosnia and Herzinga. He will be drafted. Stashed. He will not come over anytime soon. So they already said that that's going to be a draft. Stash. New Orleans comes in with a B plus for me because I love Jordan Hawkins. Jordan Hawkins is one of my favorite players in this draft. I love the pick. I think he's very he was very instrumental in UConn's run to the championship. I think dynamic shooter. I think he's the best shooter in this draft. I think he's a great um, uh, movement shooter. He uh, can catch and shoot. He can create on his own. Just awesome. I really think Orlando should have took him at pick number 11. Uh, steady falls to 14. Uh, New Orleans is getting a B-plus from me for that. I, I'm, I'm just... Uh, I really like this. And I know they're a little bit guard-heavy. They just grabbed Dyson Daniels, whatever it was, a couple years ago. Um, but uh, to be honest with you, uh, you know what? You can you can put multiple shooters and multiple guards on the line on the court at the same time, and, and it works. So um, I think Jordan Hawkins is going to be brought along slowly, um, but I think he could be in the rotation maybe sometime down the line. So I like this pick. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City made that trade. They took on Davis Bertans' contract, which I don't know how he's going to fit in a forward rotation. They got still got Poku. Pokuzewski, um, you know, obviously Jer- uh, Jeremiah Robinson Earl got a lot of run until he got hurt. Um, Chet Holmgren's finally coming back for his, for his uh, first rookie season. Um, so it, it'll be interesting what Thomas Bertans put there. They, they, they must have really, they must have had to take Thomas Bertans. They must have wanted Keyson Wallace pretty bad because they moved up to 10 to get him. Um, and, and taking Thomas Bertans must have been the price of it. Um, maybe they're hoping that they could flip them. Maybe they're hoping. I don't know. Uh, apparently, they're getting some intel that he was going to be taken, or I don't know. Or other teams are trying to trade up to get him. 
whatever, Oklahoma State traded up, took on Thomas Bertans. Um, I like Case Wallace. I like his ability to be the third guard in the rotation with uh, Shake Gilders Alexander and uh, Josh Giddy. His defense has been a, a help. I really like Oklahoma City's direction. I like their, their dynamic uh, players they keep adding. And uh, I really think it's a good uh, pick. I gave him a B. They also got Deontay Johnson from Kansas State. Well, this is a great story. You guys don't remember, Deontay Johnson was um, he collapsed when he played for Florida. Um, missed about two years. He was actually put in a, in a coma for three days, a medically induced coma and whatnot. And uh, anyways, um, well, guess what? He's back. And um, gets drafted in the second round. It's just a truly remarkable story. So uh, I, I like that pick in the second round. It's a guy who, you know, Oklahoma City just seems to find steals in the second round. So we'll see how he uh, how he uh, stands up. Phoenix, <clears throat> they took uh, Tamari Kamara, small forward, Dayton. Eh, doesn't really do anything for me. Eh, this is what happens when you get a second round pick. Eh, I'm. Nothing, nothing, nothing about it, nothing about it, um, tickles me pink. So, with that being said, I got, um, Portland coming in with B, uh, they took Scoot Henderson, which, obviously, their roster is not, I mean, they got Jeremy Grant, who's a crazy, they got some holes on the wing, they need to figure out what they want to do with Damon Lillard, it's not a playoff team, I feel like they should make the trade. They should start building around Scoot. Start over. I liked it. Um, they Scoot fell to them. Uh, I think Brandon Miller would have been a better fit. But Scoot fell to them. Um, now they got to figure out what to do with Dame. Um, lots of questions. Uh, the answers in Portland. That's crazy. I keep kept them in the D. But other than that, I liked their draft. Um, they took Chris Murray, who is a wing. Um, it's kind of like a combo forward from Iowa. So they took him. Uh, Keegan's uh, twin brother. So he goes to pick 23. Um, then they came out with Rand Rupert. Who, so the draft kind of tells me rebuild. I mean, they took Rupert, they took Chris Murray, and they took Scoot Henderson. I mean, these are guys who could be ready to start into a rebuild. So I, I don't know, especially Rupert, who played with the New Zealand Breakers last year, um, should be able to find. Um, uh, he's probably gonna have to find his way to the G League. Uh, it depends. You know what? If they rebuild, this could be <clears throat> this could be where Rupert's where uh, he could um, you know get some minutes. But uh, he's a little bit robbed, and I don't. His numbers weren't that great at, at, for New Zealand, so I, you know, I mean, but you know, he has got that the big the big P word potential. So, Scoot Henderson, Chris Murray, Ray, and Rupert. Not actually not a bad uh, score. So I gave Sacramento a B plus. They come in next. Um, so they traded Rashad Holmes and picked number 25 to move down. Now, they gave up. Uh, they have created almost $30 million. Actually, I think it maybe 30 to $38 million in capital by making this move. Then they drafted, in the second round, they drafted Colby Jones out of uh, Xavier to play both guards positions. They drafted Julian Slauson, small forward for Furman. Um, I don't know. Maybe he will be getting two-way. Not exactly sure. Like I said, there's a lot of two ways in. I'll see how they, they uh, play out. Because, um, but anyways, so Julian Slauson and Colby Jones, two second-round picks. Um, you know, Sacramento may just let those guys play in the G League. Sacramento wants to win now. They ain't playing around. They freed up money. 
They're going to make a run at probably Kyle Kuzma. Um, they're going to break a run at Kyle Kuzma. Um, possibly Draymond Green. Um, and their own for agent, maybe Harrison Barnes. On a little cheaper um, deal. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. Because um, they just opened up a whole shit ton of money. So Sacramento comes in with a B+. Plus. San Antonio gets an A. Obviously they get an A. I don't give them an A plus because I mean, Victor Weminyama fell into their laps. So, I mean, it's an A because they're getting Victor Weminyama. I'm not giving them an A plus, even though talent wise, they probably got an A plus. I'm not giving them a He fell into their laps. I mean, they won the lottery. So, he's, he's getting an A from me. Um, uh, I, I, I like I, I, I like the fact that they tried to get into the first round again. Um, it did not happen. Um, Women Yama, he's going to be a, a solid generational talent. That brings up Utah. Our last grade, I gave Utah a B. They took Taylor Hendricks from Central Florida, Keontae George from Baylor, and Bryce Sensodal from Ohio State. All first round picks. Hendricks matched with Walter Kessler. He's good. I don't like the fact that they're moving Laurie Markinen back to small forward permanently. He did that in Cleveland. I don't know if it was great decision. He did it a little bit uh, in Utah. Um, not sure. Um, but he is a, a stretch player. I'm not sure he can guard threes. It's, it's really my problem. Um, Hendricks is very switchable. Um, great defensive player. He's long. He'll be defensively with Walker Kessler. This is this is a pretty nice little foundation. Um, I'm giving him a B because I like the picks. I'm, I, I, I don't know how he's going to fit next to Larry Markman. Um, but uh, obviously they'll figure that all out. They're just going to have a really long um, and tall front line with Marketing Hendricks and uh, Walker Kessler. As for Kansas George, um, word I'm hearing is they're trying to make him, they want their draft him to be a point guard. So I mean, this is a guy who does need a ball in his hands. He's a good scorer. I'm not sure he's a great passer yet, but he gets learned. I still think they're trying to trade Colin Sexton. Um, but Keontae George looks like he that's looking like he might be the starter at point guard um, going forward. Obviously, they they have a lot of uh, they have George Clarkson as a free agent. But um, going forward, uh, nice young roster put together for Utah. Bryce Sensball wasn't the biggest fan of him, but where they drafted him, I thought they had very good value, very good value. So much so, I'm going to actually give these guys a B plus on this. Uh, this is better than a B, uh, B plus. Bryce Sensball, he is. Um, he is uh, a good scorer, probably going to get a lot of second unit run. But these guys are all going to contribute next year. Every single one of them is going to contribute next year. So, um, <clears throat> just phenomenal, phenomenal work. Um, I get Charlotte and the Oaks oh, so, so, This is my draft race now. I'll give you a rerun of, of who. So, I gave Charlotte an, an A. Plus. They and Houston. Houston's getting an A plus for you. So, Charlotte and Houston are both the top of my drafts. Um, I know I'm going to get some uh, pushback for Charlotte. Um, obviously, uh, obviously, I have San Antonio also with an A. Um, so Charlotte and Houston get A pluses. Golden State and and um, San Antonio get A's. And then I got Dallas um, and uh, I know someone else. Dallas and Detroit get in minuses. So those are my A's. A lot of B's. B's are pretty much a good draft. Um, my lowest draft is Chicago with uh, Julian Phillips. Confused. Gave him a D. So um, I'm, I will be back 
when free agency starts, I'll be back to the podcast. I'll be tweeting a lot, Maximum Loops NBA. So please um, follow on all my socials, and um, we can go from there. So this has been 2023 NBA Draft Guide, NBA Draft Grade Special for Maximum Hoops. Um, once I figure out this YouTube thing, I'm going to get myself a YouTube channel, and uh, hopefully we can um, expand. So thanks again. Any questions, Maximum Hoops NBA on Twitter. Uh, mmaxi5 at icloud.com alright we'll get back to you and talk for agency also don't forget to go to maximumhoops.blog where I will have all the later today I'll have all the depth charts um, uh, up to date with uh, rookies um, and uh, free agents with obviously free agents will not be on the team and I'll be updating all that so please take a look at that so I'll also be putting it on my twitter which again is maximum All right, let's have a good weekend, and we'll come back and talk free agency on the next podcast.